everybody, and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host, and today we have Priscilla Shire on the show, and she's talking to us about the fact that we are enough, and in the fact that God is inside of us, that Jesus lives on the inside of us, we are more than enough, and we can do greater things than Jesus even did on this earth. When Jesus came to the 5,000, or as she puts it, you know, 15,000 with men, uh, women and children, he told the disciples, you feed them. He didn't say, I'm going to take care of this. You feed them. He wants us to believe and to trust and to have faith and know that with him, we have a multiplied life. We can be multiplied. We can multiply. We can do great things, but we have to believe and trust and put those things in his hands. Here's Priscilla. I came to tell somebody that there is treasure hidden in these earthen vessels. I came to tell you that by God's spirit, there is gift and there is power that that has been entrusted to you, that is available to you, available to me as daughters of the Most High King. You need to know that even if you do not believe what the scriptures declare to be true about your treasure, if you don't believe that you've been forgiven or that you already have the victory or that the enemy is already underneath your feet and that there is no condemnation for those of us who are in Christ Jesus or that you have been made competent by the Spirit of God. I came to tell you that even if you don't believe it, the enemy does. He knows who you are, what a shame it would be for him to know and us not to. So it's time for us to open up the drawer and start pulling out the treasure, the treasure we've been ignoring, the treasure we've been calling insignificant, the thing that we've said is not enough, not valuable. Lord, if I could just be like her, Lord, if I could just be like that, if I could just have a bit more of that, if I weren't me, then Lord, I'd be enough. He says, "Uh uh-uh, you have enough. You just have to open up the drawer. Pull out the treasure. There is a story in scripture that is gonna be very familiar to you. It's the one that the Lord has been using in my own life to remind me about how he will compel me and he will compel us to open up the drawer and reach in and pull out the treasure and see what it's like when he uses what he has already entrusted to us. Luke chapter nine, verse one and two says this. And he called, that's Jesus, he called. Somebody say he called. He called called the 12 together and he gave. Somebody say he gave. He gave them power and he gave them authority over all demons and to heal all diseases, verse two. And then he sent, somebody say he sent. He sent them out, he called them, he gave them treasure, and then he sent them out. Verse 10 says, and then when they returned to him, they gave an account to him of everything they had done. And taking them with him, he withdrew by himself to a hill called Bethsaida. The multitudes were aware of this, verse 11 says, so they followed Jesus, because you know, wherever Jesus went, a crowd was sure to follow. They weren't quite sure he was the Messiah, but what they did know was that when this man showed up, blind people could see. What they knew is that when Jesus showed up, the lame could walk and the deaf could hear, the dead were being raised. So wherever Jesus was, they came. The crowd followed and welcoming the multitude, Jesus began speaking to them about the kingdom of God and curing those who were in need of healing, verse 12. 
So the day starts to come to a close and the 12 come to Jesus and say, now Jesus, you're going to have to send this multitude away. They've got to go into the surrounding villages and countryside and find lodging. They've got to get something to eat, Jesus. Come on, now here we're in a desolate place. Verse 13, Jesus said to them, uh-uh, you give them something to eat. They said, Jesus, we have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless perhaps you let us go and buy food for all these people, because you know we're not enough as we are right now. There were about 5,000 men. Scholars say the reason why Luke specifies men is because there were women and children too. So there were probably about 15,000 hungry people that day. Jesus said, have them recline to eat in groups of about 50 each. So they did so, had them all recline. And then he took the five loaves and the two fish. And looking up to heaven, he blessed them. And then he broke them. And he kept giving them to the disciples to set before the multitude. And verse 17 says, they all ate. They were all satisfied. And just so you know how satisfied they were, they went by and picked up all the leftovers because there was overflow. In this story, we meet a hungry multitude, a multitude that is placing a demand. They have a need. There is a lack that needs to be filled. And most of the time when this proportion of the scriptures is looked into, the multitude is who we concentrate on, the five loaves and the two fish and how they were satisfied with it. But just for a few moments, tonight I want to talk to you about the 12 disciples. Those who walked with Jesus and talked with Jesus, those who were in close communion with Jesus, those who would come out on a Friday night to be in the presence of Jesus, amongst the people of Jesus. I want to talk to the disciples of Jesus. The disciples on this occasion had been called to Jesus by Jesus. They were having a conversation with each other. Jesus entrusted them with power and authority and then he sent them out. I love that this uh, gospel is one of the synoptic gospels. The synoptic gospels are those that tell, there are three of them, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. These three tell some of the similar stories in a similar tone, in a similar way, so that we're able to get more layers to the story. I love the gospels in that way. They give us layers. Just like if someone were to offer you a chocolate cake, but they gave you options, you could have a one-layer chocolate cake or a seven-layer chocolate cake. Which one are you going to choose? seven every single time because the more layers there are, the more rich and delectable the experience becomes. Mark chapter 6 is a layer of chocolate cake for us. It tells us that this is the experience when Jesus called the disciples to himself and then he sent them out in pairs. Do you remember? Two by two into the neighboring towns and communities. They were supposed to teach and preach and perform miracles that would authenticate the deity of Jesus Christ. Mark chapter 6, our layer of chocolate cake, tells us that they expended themselves. Y'all, they were busy from sunup to sundown. They were about the task of doing what it was that Jesus had assigned to them. They wanted to be diligent about it, so much so that when they came back to Jesus, they gave an account to him and Jesus recognized their exhaustion. He saw that they were tired. In fact, Jesus himself commented that they didn't even have time to eat because they had been so busy. They were depleted and they were tired and they came back to Jesus and they gave him an account for how they'd handled the assignment that he had entrusted to them. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you got an assignment. 
And don't let anybody tell you that your assignment isn't ministry just because it happens to be in a corporate setting. <laughs> Mother of small children who's chosen to stay home with those kids, don't let anybody tell you that ain't ministry. Every single time you make that chicken for dinner and you set it on that table and you teach those kids a Bible verse before bedtime, don't let anybody tell you that that ain't ministry. Corporate woman, when you sit around that boardroom table and you're the only one that has a set of ideals that lines up with the truth of Scripture at a table with those who are thinking and acting and planning in a way that is left of God's Word, don't let anybody tell you that you around that boardroom ain't ministry. That's ministry. High school student, college student, you're the only student that stands for truth when your professor says this is the way it is and you say, no, that's not the way it is. Don't let anybody tell you as the light on that college campus that you are not in ministry. Every single one of us has an assignment and the day is coming when we're going to have to give an account. That was Priscilla Shire. And you can find that on YouTube if you search under Priscilla Shire, How to Trust God to Multiply What He's Already Given You, Praise on TBN. You can also find out more information about her at her website, goingbeyond.org, as well as tbn.com, I mean tbn.org. Hope you have a fabulous day today and that you know that you can live a 320 life more than you can imagine. God bless you.